Hi guys, welcome to the Jamaican Girl Abroad podcast. My name is Anna and I'm your host. Um, This is episode three, One Book and a Coat, Lessons on Habit Formation from James Clare. All right, so let's get right into it. Um, This episode was actually inspired by the question. Um, I put it out some time ago on Instagram, Um, you know, random questions, anything people wanted to learn from me. And one of the questions that I got, you know, is how do I become disciplined and build habits? And while I'm not an expert, um, while I still have some ways to go as far as habit formation and developing, you know, productive habits, I wanted to share One of the books that has helped me tremendously on my own personal journey um, with habit formation, um, it's Atomic Habits by James Clare. And so a little bit about the author. So he, James Clare, basically had a, I guess it's a near-death experience from a sports injury. Um, And during the the point of recovery, he started writing. Um, the way he puts it, the actual writing process turned out to be what it turned out to be his claim to fame, then, so to speak. Um, he started, you know, blogging and he made a consistent habit of it and basically, you know, began to reap the rewards of that. Um, he blogged specifically around habits, you know, so he'd do his own research and experiments and then write about that. I'm um, saying so in a nutshell, that's the backstory. Um, the, I've, so I've read quite a few books on the topic. Um, as somebody who is very keen on optimizing process and ensuring that I make the best use of time, even though I don't always do it. But as somebody who's keen on that and committed to it, I'm always looking for books that address the issue of, you know, productive habits, how to form them, how to maintain them. And this is by far the best book I personally, of course, I'm sure there are others, but this is the best one I've found so far on the topic. And so I wanted to share a little bit about it. Ultimately, my goal is for you to go and read it for yourself. But I still, you know, I wanted to share a few nuggets, if you will, um, on the book and why I believe it would be a good read. If you're somebody who is struggling with, you know, cultivating good habits, or maybe you start and stop like myself, you know, and you're looking for a reason to kind of get back on track. Um... So for me personally, I am a chronic planner. Like I'm obsessed with planning. I own tons of planners, use them all the time, journals. And I'm very good at starting things. What I struggle with, though, is the follow through, the continuation, the focus to keep it going. And so I'm always interested in finding any material at all, really, that kind of gives some insight on that. Um, 
the one of the main premises of atomic habits, one of the things that James talks about a lot, is that systems matter more than goals. And I this really resonated with me personally. Um, you know, we often make goals without necessarily creating a system for success. Um, you want to lose weight, you know. The goal is maybe to get down to 150, 140 pounds, whatever the case may be. So you have a vision of your slimmer, healthier self. Maybe you do a vision board. Maybe you write down some affirmations and, you know, different ways. But according to James, unless you have an actual system that gets you there, the goal on its own is not enough. And so to use the example of a slimmer, healthier self, the goal is to be fit. But unless there's a system it's not going to, you're not going to be able to achieve the goal. So the goal is, I guess you'd say the goal is the why, the system is the how. Or the goal is the what and the why, the system would be the how. So you want to lose weight. Um, maybe you're not big on the gym, but you probably toy with the idea of going jogging in the mornings. But when you wake up in the mornings, you're not in the mood, you can't bother at night. And we've seen the memes, you know, at night, you're all psyched up, you're pumped. I'm so going to do it tomorrow. You come in the morning, it's like, yeah, no, it's not going to today. Um, his suggestion is to make it so that it's unavoidable. Um, one of the things he talks about is either leaving your sneakers and your workout clothes by the edge of your bed, you know, and, um, that I've tried and it actually works, <laughs> you know, um, so it's little things like that to kind of cheat your brain. Um, and that's another thing he talks about, and I hope I'm not jumping all over the place, but another thing that he talks about is the fact that our brains are wired for instant gratification, and he goes into the science of it, you know, evolution and whatnot. But the the point being, because we are wired for instant gratification, you have to find ways to kind of trick your brain. Um, because your brain is less likely to act on something where the results take six months. So, yeah, I'm not really feeling like getting up to jog this morning because really we're not going to lose weight to tomorrow. We're not going to lose weight next week. So by putting your shoes by the edge of the bed or sleeping with the workout clothes at the foot of your bed, that system kind of takes the friction out of the decision and makes it a little easier. Is it 100% foolproof? No. But in my experience, it does um, make it a little easier. Another example, another example of this particular in, um, the system at work if you are someone who aspires to write, um, but you can't seem to find the time to make it happen, something like carving out a specific space. So there's a desk, um, there's a book, you open to the page the night before, you set down your pen, you know you're going to be doing it for 10 to 15 minutes when you get up. That's the thing that you do first. Or maybe it's the thing you do before you go to bed. You create an environment that facilitates it. Um, another key thing that he talks about, which again resonated with me, was measuring what matters. And this is something that 
I had heard a lot coming out of the BPO industry, out of the call center industry. We say it all the time when I was a senior operations manager. If if something matters enough, you want to measure it because that's the only way you really get a keen awareness of it and know how to change it. Um, there are lots of bad habits that we have that we don't necessarily recognize how bad they are because we're not keeping an account of them. Um, your finances are one for me. Writing down every dollar I spent was very challenging. It took me a while. I started probably in March of this year and did not really get the hang of it until about September. Um, it's tedious, but by writing everything down, I kind of realized, oh crap, there's also money that's being spent on things that makes absolutely no sense. Um, so that's one of the things that he talks about. Um, if you're not writing down certain behaviors and activities and keeping track, then you don't realize, one, the kind of impact they're having, and two, how much of it really matters. Uh, so yeah, measure what matters was another key takeaway. Um, that's also tied to forming habits as well. Um, habit tracking is something else he advocates that, again, most of these things I do want to, to, to point out that a lot of them don't happen overnight. Um, Sometimes a lot of them do happen in a month or two. It takes time, and the challenge that most of us probably face, speaking for myself, is when you start doing something and you're going good for a week. You know, like you go, you go to gym and you go to the gym today, you go to the gym tomorrow, every day this week you make it to the gym. Next week starts and you miss a day and you're like, eh. your confidence kind of wavers, your momentum ease up a little bit. And suddenly, it's like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't. Or maybe, I, not even maybe I shouldn't, but maybe I can't. And um, one of the things he talks about with that is making sure that you don't miss more than once. So missing is fine. None of us are perfect. Either you have slip-ups. Um, I'm reminded of, I think it's a Chinese proverb, fall down seven times, get up eight. Um it's a process and there will be a lot of imperfection and mistakes along the way. But as far as habits go, it's a painstaking process and it does take time. And the key is to keep going even when you've failed. Um, last point I want to leave you with because I am trying to make sure these episodes are ideally less than 15 minutes because I know we're all very busy. Um, he talks about starting small to avoid overwhelm. So, and the examples I typically use are based on my own personal experience, but that doesn't mean it's not applicable to other things. Um, starting small, uh, in the case of working out, if you're somebody who does not usually jog, it may be a bit much to expect that you're going to jog for 30 minutes every morning coming from zero. So step one may be getting out of the house. So the first week the goal is to get out of the house and spend five minutes outside. Maybe you just run around the block. Um, and then you build on that. Um, again, with writing, maybe you focus on just writing one page. 
literally that's it one page and you stop before it gets hard you stop before your brain gets to the point where it's like yeah i can't do this anymore um so start small um and then once you've developed a rhythm where it's easy you start to build on it um so yeah that is probably the last pointer that i leave you with from the book um really good book i am on i think my third listen i use audible i'm listening to it for the third time um each time there's new applications and new notes that i make new takeaways um if you're somebody who is curious or intrigued by the science of you know the why behind how the brain works why would it do things we do you you probably enjoy the book a lot more um because he doesn't only provide suggestions ideas and methods but he also goes into why they work why those methods work um, the science of it, how the brain functions, why the brain functions the way it does, and how we can use that to our advantage. So, yes, um, Atomic Habits by James Clare. I also wanted to share a quote. I did say it was a book and a quote. And so I want to share a quote with you from... Sir James, if I may call him that. Um, there are quite a few quotes in the book that I thought were very good, but this one really, really, really resonated with me. Um, and I think it does a good job of kind of summing up the essence of the book. Habits thrive under predictable patterns and circumstances. If you want behaviors that are stable and predictable, you need an environment that is stable and predictable. You know, so ultimately, the goal is systems over goals because the system will always take you further. And um, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. I... Thanks for tuning into this week's episode, guys. I hope you found some value. Show notes are available on the website, jamaicangirlabroad.com forward slash podcast. You can find me online at Anna Serena, that's A-N-N-A-S-A-R-A-Y-N-A. I'm mostly active on Instagram and I'm still trying to get the hang of Twitter. Yes, it's 2019. I know I'm super late, but I've tried a couple of times and it's still not working out for me. So you can find me online and let me know what you thought of the episode. Um, also, if you have any questions that you want me to tackle during the podcast, or if there's a particular topic that you'd like me to talk about, feel free to drop me a line. Cool? Have a good day. <laughs>